Hey everybody, this is Weekend of the Woodshed Part 2. I am Wood, and I sit here with Keith. Not Part 2, Part 1 again. This is So What You're Saying. We told y'all how it's getting down, and, and I want to talk to our other person in the room again. Would you call it weekend in the woodshed part again? The part does. You said, you said part does because mm. you because you, you speak that Espanoli, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right? Um, we got another dude in here, and I, I, the reason we're doing this once again is because wood is fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, wood, wood, wood. It, he got his fucking. <laughs> he's getting kuta kente is what he's getting. His foot's gonna be all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I got uh, I got me a case of uh, the Kevin Durant. Yeah, going right. On, so. He's fucked up. So we got to do this shit. And we've gone almost three years straight without taking a weekend off. That's right. All right. Yeah. We've been places. I've, I've been out of town. Wood's been out of town. Right. I, we've been at weddings, fucking funerals, bar mitzvahs, and yep. we still record for you cocksuckers. So we'll do a day off. So yeah. I'm happy for this. So this is part two, <laughs> and this shit is not concurrent with. No, that's wrong. This shit is not current, current. with what's going on. I'm yeah. fucked up. All right, anyhow, so we got the doc in here, Dr. Red. He wrote over this. No emails, because you motherfuckers didn't know this was happening, right? Yep, yep. So we got Dr. Red in here, and I would like to start talking to Dr. Red about how in the fuck does a grown man get hurt by stepping into a car and tearing his Achilles? How's that happen? Can, is that possible? Because I know it's possible. It's, no, possible. it's possible. I'm living proof. I mean, if it's, it's possible, I mean, you know, you're just not flexible. Is that what it is? So stretching goes a long way. Stretching goes a long way. They found that uh, about 80% of injuries can be um, avoided by being flexible. Oh, wow. I tell, wow. I tell a lot of my older patients to stay flexible and to Pilates, yoga, those Tai what Chi. What the hell is Pilates? So, so, oh, Tai Chi. So getting my ribs removed was unnecessary if I just <laughs> left. <laughs> what is Pilates? Pilates is like a... Um, a machine-operated type of uh, exercise where you lay on, use a sled. It's called a reformer. Okay. And you're directed huh. by a Pilates instructor who's been certified in Pilates and stuff. I think it's very uh, very good at keeping you flexible and strong, too. So you recommend Pilates? I do. What about just conventional weightlifting? Uh, I do for younger people. Older people, not so much, because I think that younger people have that um, ability to sustain and build support that kind of musculature and support the amount of weight they're lifting but older people don't have that kind of tone i think that they're better off doing the the types of um exercising like say again like yoga and like pilates and tai chi and things that can help them just keep flexible and strong at the same time but Mm. not just building up for bulk so since my injury i found that uh i've uh, really gotten into yoga Mm. i didn't i didn't i i dabbled in the yoga uh years ago but now that i'm injured i can only do certain things i found that yoga is quite uh quite enjoyable yeah, I do Pilates myself, so I like it. I get bored with yoga. Yeah. I, I get bored, like, not finding that I'm getting dividends right off top. You don't get yeah. that, you know, quote-unquote pump or that tired feeling from... Who's in your class? Dr. <laughs> <laughs> good. So with all that, we're going to talk about our snaggles. And our snaggles right now is Rolling Rock and whatever the fuck else we're drinking. This, you got to remember, we're yeah, back-to-back. Yeah. We still got a little bit of... Uh, 
Quiet Quite storm, storm over here, yeah. and that's brought to you by. Yeah, that's brought to you. I almost said snaggles again. Yeah, yeah that's been. It's been one of those days. It's brought to you guys by Tiger Claw Tattoo. You know where they're at. Uh, they're over there in Mill Creek. So <clears throat> go see them. Schedule yourself a consult, or um, or just stop in, see who's there to work, um, do some art for you. You'll get a tattoo that you're not going to regret. You're going to love it. Um, just you know, stay away from those X's names and stuff. Just. Uh, Pick a new design. Let them be creative, even. And uh, Tiger Claw Tattoo in Mill Creek, guys. An Olympic gear. Oh, yeah. The reason you're in here. All right? So we talk Olympics. <laughs> this motherfucker can't walk. <laughs> nope. Right? He can't yeah. walk. So he's not doing any. Bill Burr said this. The Olympics are fucking segregated, first of all. You got okay. the Summer Olympics, which is dominated by the brothers and yeah, sisters, right? Yeah. What, what do you wait for? The track and field is like yeah, Michael Jackson awesome. circa 1988. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's right? great. But then you got the Winter Olympics where you got like maybe one black person like, what the fuck's this motherfucker doing here? <laughs> you know what I mean? So Bill Burr said it best, right? But you got you got the Olympics coming up and it's in the uh, Orients, right? Mm-hmm. Is, it, is that racist? Can you say China? that? You oh, can yeah, say the no, Orients, right? Yeah. And that's, Asia, that's where the coronavirus came from. Yeah. Is it oh. about to pop off? I, because I've been waiting for a fucking pandemic to happen because I think there's too many people. I run into stupid people all fucking day. So we are a threat for this shit to spread. Mm. Do you think it's really going to spread? I think, well, <clears throat> well we've had, we got 78,000 cases right now, I think is what I saw today. Where? Around the world. Okay. Like yeah. They had like 172, I think, in Italy, I think. I, think mm-hmm. I just saw something there wow. today. But and I was listening to uh, somebody say that they expect 55 million people to be infected with it, but not necessarily those are going to be death. Sure. I mean, but they do expect about 55 million people. I think I think as the summer rolls in, though, I think we'll probably see it kind of die down because we're starting to see the infections dry off a little bit, I think. Why? So, do you- because I think we're not all – we're outside more. Like inside when winter – time happens we're together and we're in close quarters right yeah but planes alone right yeah yeah but i think like even like with the flu i mean we'll see people there in closer close quarters when the flu happens that's why the flu is so prevalent in the winter time mm-hmm. or colds are prevalent in the winter time pneumonia is prevalent spend so much time close to people yeah, we're more inside than we are during the summertime but it, and then i also imagine that by summertime um us as a, a world a society will have a better handle on it yeah. right i mean i mean or is this something that you know, it's like AIDS, and you just got to wait for it to run its course. And if you get it, tough for you. I mean, I imagine there's going to be a, a vaccine that knocks it out, down or gets it away, or at least but it's But why would you think that? Cancer's, cancer's been well, going that's on. that's the thing. I don't even think no, we no, need to. Well, the think thing it's... is, I don't think we need to worry about vaccines because it's like with like the common cold or... So you think it just kind of run like its course? Flu. I mean, we have a flu vaccine, but the flu is usually last year's. But I think with the coronavirus, most of the people you're seeing that are being really injured by it or your older people, or your young kids, and I think that it'll probably run its course. I think by the summertime we'll start to see we'll start to see that it's just going to drop off. That's my thoughts, but you know, what I mean. So you don't think there's a pandemic that's going to come and just wipe shit out? You you don't think that's going to happen? Because I honestly think Mother Nature's trying to wipe us fucks out. <laughs> well, but we got smart guys like you. We had a microbiologist mm-hmm. on a little bit ago. Or we got smart motherfuckers like you figuring mm-hmm. shit out. Well, and that's the thing. I think with these, like we've seen. What the bubonic plague and the mm. the death plagues and even like if you think about China, it was a few years ago they had a uh, SARS and we've had the H1N1 out of there. We've had the avian flu. All these things are actually originated from like what they call the ortho coronavirus, which is like from birds. So I, I'm not sure exactly if you know. I think how do I say it? Like I think that it will run its course, and I think that people will. 
just it will go away eventually, just like the other ones have. We haven't invented any type of vaccines for them either. So, so these viruses, like the coronas, come from eating live animals. Yeah, my, under, my understanding, the research or the information I've read is coming out of those what, what they call wet markets, meaning like they're live animals and uh-huh. they're selling these weird, weird ass like giraffes and monkeys and. So I mean, I think, and I think that like in China, I mean, you figure that the, the poorer people live on the mountains and come down where the. You know, and I think they just bring it with them. I mean, when they come to the wet markets, hmm. I really do. And that's that's just the information I've been reading. I mean, I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. I think that they do eat different things than what we do here in the United States, obviously. I mean, I mean, we've all had sushi, of course, but I'm not going to have monkey brains. So. That's Fair fucking out. What yeah. was that? That was Indiana Jones shit, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So in doing that and getting more exotic and eating shit, so us as a people, over time, we understood, okay, so you eat the thigh, but you don't eat the brains. You yeah, eat this, right, but you right. don't eat the intestines, <clears throat> right? Because yeah, people right. knew that was either not uh, tasty or it was mm-hmm. bad for you. It was just fucking right. weird, right? Mm-hmm. But now our people get more into the, what is it, the delicacy aspect yeah, yeah. of it, where they're eating shit like that? Is I mean, that what's happening? Well, yeah, not I mean, letting anything Japan, go to waste. They shark fin, they, they should eat that for sexual Prowess, you Who know, does that? In uh. Japan. I mean. Yeah, I'd like to kill those motherfuckers, and I'm going to tell you why, because I watched a documentary on that one time. No, they pull the fucking sharks up, they cut yeah, the fin off, and they throw the fucking back shark back in the water. Yeah, yeah they waste you know, the man. Or they turtle turtle shell soup I mean, for these virility things, but I think... What the fuck's know, wrong with a plate of McNuggets, man? <laughs> if you think... Well, I had a kid with cholesterol or something. <laughs> if you think about it, like, back, what was it, how many years ago was it in Europe when they had mad cow disease, the Cruxfeld Jacobs Early disease? 90s. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so, and that came from Europe itself. So if you ate that beef or bovine, I mean, you were sick. It killed, it killed men back then. So I think it just depends on, like, if you feed a cow... Dog food is going to taste and probably have some sort of dog issue. Does that make sense? I mean, that's one thing that's nice about in the United States is our USDA regulates our beef, regulates our food that we actually eat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, slow down. Because some of this shit isn't even real fucking meat, man. And and then the USDA is the same motherfuckers that a spinach outbreak. You couldn't get a fucking spinach leaf lettuce on your Subway sandwich. For sure. But that's the thing is like... For them, but did it, how many people died from that? And it wasn't a pandemic. Do you see? I mean, yeah, there was a few people that got ill, got some E. coli mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that. Yes, we and E. coli can happen anywhere. We see E. coli in nursing homes from older people getting E. coli infections. We see that. That's, that's the shit one, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's yeah. common. I mean, but the fact of the matter is we don't see pandemics in the United States like this. Well, I think the last pandemic we had was like in the probably the 800 BC. You know what I'm saying? In the United States. I don't even remember when. Smallpox maybe, but... The thing is, is we do have, that's one of our regulatory boards that oversees that as the USDA, the FDA. Yeah, and people have complaints about them too as well, and I know there are things like that. But overall, in conjunction, if you think about it, we do have a better resource to better foods and better capabilities of having better foods too. You bring up smallpox, and Mm -hmm. when I think smallpox, I think of what the Europeans did to the Indians with the fucking blankets and shit. Do you think if we all, like, and I don't mean to sound like David Duke over here, but do you think if, like, Everybody <laughs> stayed in their own continent. Did be different type of diseases people could deal with and couldn't deal with. Well, you, you know, because like when Europeans came over here, they were immune to a lot of shit that the Indians or Native Americans mm-hmm. couldn't fight. Well, that yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but I mean, like over in Africa, where you have a big outbreak of AIDS, and we have like just different diseases. Yeah, quite possible. But in the same respects, it would eventually somehow, I'm sure, make it here. What I mean, you think about during the slave trade, right? We brought slaves over here on the boats. So there was no way we were going to keep each person on their continents, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so unfortunately, those people were 
brought over here voluntarily or involuntarily, whether they were indentured or or slaves, and mm-hmm. they exposed Pro- them. Probably the second one, probably. Yeah. Well, you know, there were indentured slaves I, I, as well. I do right? know that. But so I mean, and even even that ras- even that rationale is is I understand how it is, but it still is not. There's still world travel. That's why we're a world market. I mean, with the. Mm. Japan has a bad day in the market. United States feels it, and et cetera. Everything mm-hmm. is so intertwined. I think if you were to mix, say, if we segregate each continent, I think one continent would, say, like India or Africa, where they're very poor, they would basically wipe themselves out, and which would be terrible, right? I mean, we need that co- continent. We need those people to be su- to survive, whether we don't, whether we think so or not. I, I believe that everybody's entitled to some sort of health. Yeah, but Doc, see. Where I disagree with you is I'm, I'm willing to roll the fucking dice. I am. <laughs> I'm willing for a fucking pandemic to break because I'm in relatively good health. You know what yeah, I mean? And I know, I know people that live on my street who are not in as good a shape as I am. So I know if that fucking monkey comes walking down the street, it ain't coming to my door. It's coming to that motherfucker's door. But you know, like we talked about yeah. the guy in the wheelchair pushing himself backwards. Those motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Those are who are going down first. It's like, it's like fucking uh, Zombieland. First people to go is who? The fatties. Yeah. The fatties. Cardio's number one. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. F- hey, so fuck it. I'm willing to roll the dice. Yeah, but I mean, you got immunized when you were young, right? So you really didn't roll the dice. I mean, we've taken a lot of that out. That's one of the biggest problems with these other countries. They don't have access to immunizations like we do. Mm-hmm. And there are people who choose not to be immunized. We've discussed this in previous mm-hmm. uh, previous podcasts, and, and, and those people are running are, are actually rolling the dice, and there are some that are losing, coming up crapshooting on that one, right? I mean, we've seen that, and that's unfortunate. But So, I mean, yeah, we are rolling the dice in a sense, but I think that we shouldn't intentionally harm someone uh, just by putting them back in the continent that we think they belong on. I mean, because realistically, if our... our Races are so intermixed anymore. I mean, yes, I'm from North, Northern European descent, but I also have other, other mixtures of race in me as well because of my mixture of just ethnicity over here. With you know, so I don't, I don't know. I like, I like the variety of of people living here and the different cultures. I was in New York s- several months ago, and it's neat to see Italians and Chinese and Japanese and mm. blacks and eight, whatever. You know, it's just neat to see that. So that that that's the beauty. To me, and like, like being a white person, right? So here, you, like, like, <laughs> yeah. I, like I know speak, so much about being white. Speak truth right but, now. But, yeah, right. Let me like speak from experience right now. But like being white, like you probably English, <laughs> German, Irish, mm-hmm. all that stuff. You guys just blanket that as white. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So you got yeah. all that. But with that, if we're talking like black people have sickle cell anemia, mm-hmm. and, and, right. and Native Americans have this, and this person yeah. has that. I know an Italian dude. He's high. Cholesterol, just based yeah. on the genetics. Yep. So with that, you got uh, like a hodgepodge of different things that you're dealing with, right? Yeah, so now, I, a lot of black people have white in them because, you know, what happened back on that well, involuntary yeah. situation <laughs> that we were talking about earlier, right? right? So yes. th- th- there's that. But you, you have all those things you have to deal with, right? Mm-hmm. So now you, now you got that, and you have to look at your family genetics with that. Sure. And aren't, you, aren't certain people susceptible to different things, yes, right, in definitely. terms of food and stuff? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Northern European white people or are susceptible to type 2 diabetes. I mean, that's, we're prone to that. I mean, hypertension as well. But then you got the blacks that are prone to prostate cancer, colon cancer, fuck, and, fuck, fuck. and cancer, yeah. a lot of cancer. <laughs> then you got your Polynesians that are prone to diabetes as well. You've got your Asian, Japanese specifically for diabetes. Chinese, ah, you know, they get coronavirus apparently. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? so there's a lot of unfortunate stuff that's going out there that, that affects, yeah, different ethnicities, of course. And that's why... 
And I mean, of course, I'm not against any type of mixing of the ethnicity, but it does make it more complex when, sure. say, like my one friend, his mom's white and his dad's black, and they get together. Then you're like, well, now this is a melting pot. What's going on, right? Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. so you got to pay attention to a lot yeah, of shit. Yeah. You, you know what I've decided, and this is just since last week's All Star game. Oh, I decided I should have fucked and had kids in Greece because Giannis <laughs> yeah. Antetokounmpo yeah. has him and what three, four brothers that are all either yeah. playing in the league yeah. or playing at a high level. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Is it that Greece diet over there? Is that is that what? <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 what they call it? The, 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 the fucking what, what's that fucking diet they have? The uh, oh, the Mediterranean Mediterranean diet. diet those motherfuckers. Is there something <laughs> going on with that? If I went over there and rewound, if I, if I nutted on a Greek girl right now, <laughs> our chance is better for me to have an athlete than it would be nothing here. <laughs> Only if it's Giannis no. Antetokounmpo's yeah, mother. Exactly. <laughs> I, one is genetics. One is size, right? Because yeah. he's tall, and mm. and I think the other thing is is drive. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, I mean there. I don't believe. I don't believe the the kids nowadays in the United States have the drive like people in Europe do to be successful in some aspects. I mean, mm-hmm. we do, of course, but I think those those guys will that really want to show off and work hard to be who they want to be. I mean, you can come here to the United States and be whatever you want to be as long as you try your hardest. But I think sometimes kids nowadays they just want everything handed to them, and that's the unfortunate part. So okay, in an Olympic year and talking about sports with you, and I, I just want to—I mean, you know—I can't get you to speak for the whole world, but why are <laughs> fucking Nigerians so goddamn good at long distance running? Yeah, right? Genetics. It goes back to all the same yeah, yeah, but, but, genetics, but, man. Why? I, I, motherfucker, I'm closer to Nigeria than you are, right? And I, I, if I run from here to around the block, I need a fucking stretcher to bring me back. You know what I mean? So, what, so what, I have a friend from Congo, and, okay. and he's very, very, they, yeah, they're very healthy. I mean, they run and they do a lot of walk. I mean, they carry everything, you know what I mean? they. So I think we move over here to the United States, specifically where we're at. I mean, the elevation is much higher than where they're at. And so I think they do run a lot and they do carry everything. They don't drive cars. They ride buses. They walk. They ride bikes. They're more naturally active than we are even. I mean, I walked from West Selden Street to Mattapan Square all the time and I still can't <laughs> run anywhere. You understand what I'm saying? But you're a big frame too. Like those guys over there are very they're small. Tiny, yeah. I mean, you know, think about, I mean, the average, uh, the average Kenyan is probably like five foot to five foot two and maybe a buck 10 buck 20 i mean they're not very big men you know and they're I'm, i haven't seen a big african let's put it that way if i do i'll be very surprised I, Bo, he was tall but not big oh he's talking about size yeah. wise. he was tall and skinny uh, christian okoye uh christian nice yeah i guess he was kind of a big guy but but there's well, he, also he was sumo good at basketball. Wrestlers, he wasn't right? good at running the miles. So. Okay, all right. <laughs> there's also those sumo wrestlers, sumo wrestlers too. You know, yeah, they're, yeah. they're Japanese, and, and, and they're raised that way. And that, yeah. they do live a lifestyle of, of sumo. I mean, those guys. They're they're big guys. Morning, noon, and night, they sumo and drink and eat. You know, they practice sumo. I mean, they actually gain weight to become sumo. You know, those guys are solid. Some of them. So you, as a doc, and we're sitting mm-hmm. here again talking about race. Mm-hmm. You, so are you surprised as a doc when you see a white dude that can jump out the gym? Or a white dude just fast. So you, you know what I mean? Or yeah. That type of shit. Or a black power lifter. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Well, I think, you know, who was it? Jimmy the Greek. Remember, he got fired. Oh, yeah. Because he <laughs> said black men had something better. I know exactly what he said. Hey, hey, Doc, don't get fired, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I remember he said that. Like, they got shorter muscle fiber or something. And we know that it's true that black, the black muscle fiber is a thicker, denser muscle. We know that. Because we study it, white muscle is longer, elongated. But so let me stop you right there. So should Jimmy have gotten fired? 
Oh yeah, back then, yeah. Back then, if he said that. that now, it'd be different. Did yeah, he word so. it wrong? Is that what it I was? I think so. I think it came across as racist more than it was sure. educational. And okay. I think, I think that you know nowadays we see the structure, but again, that doesn't mean somebody like Spud Webb there couldn't be a white Spud Webb. Mm-hmm. It just means that he would have to probably work harder to accomplish that. Because, but again, like say Spud Webb worked his butt off to get it where he was. Sure, so, true. Yeah. I mean, and I believe that even a white guy can do whatever a black man can, just like a black man can do whatever a white man can. I just. I don't believe that just because your race is one way or the other, you're going to be limited. It's just the mental limitations, too, as well. Because I have friends that are black that can do quite a bit, and I have white friends that can do a lot. But I think you mentally limit yourself by your race as well. But I'm talking strictly in athleticism, because we sat here and we talked to, who was it? It was uh, uh, O'Connell when he yeah. came mm-hmm. in, and we talked about the white dude that was fast and everybody in Texas. Yeah. He was a right. fast white dude, which is an anomaly. Mm-hmm. You, right. you have yeah. to admit it that. Is. I'll I, give you that one. So, so you sit here and you say, okay, a, a white dude can do whatever a black dude can do. I've seen some brothers do some shit on a court, on a field. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> You know? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm black and I can't But do you're that. black. See, that's right. the thing. Is, so it's not prevalent to all black men. Right, right. It's no, and, and people, ignorance mm-hmm. will say that it yeah, is, right, but yeah. it's not the case. No, it's just your, it's the it's drive, genetics. drive you have too. But genetic lottery mm-hmm. too. You could be born with the greatest genetics and if you choose not to to hone that, you'll be a pile of crap just like some guy who yeah. doesn't, you know. So, mm-hmm. so I agree with you. I mean, I think that yes, there is the possibility for having great genetics and doing what you want to do with them. But it's just like with the brain factor, right? You can have a, a white and a guy, black guy, they have the same brain function, right? Sure. One guy decides to pursue it and become the great, like Ben Carson, become like the greatest neurosurgeon, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you have this other guy who decides to sit on his couch and collect welfare. You know, it's just, so you can have, we all have, I think we all have similar abilities. It's what we do with them that makes it more. And we're taught that, I think even at kids, kids don't learn to be um uh, lazy, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, assholes too. Lazy or that they can't do something. We teach them as a culture and society, I believe. Well, I, it's something I talked about um, a little while ago, and I can't remember if it was on this podcast or something else, but um, we, we crack on millennials a lot, but who are their parents? Gen Xers, right? So who, <laughs> why are they the way they are? Is it because of them or is it because of their parents? Right. You know, so I think it's kind of the same mm-hmm. thing. You could choose how you want them mm-hmm. to be. That's up to you. And you, Same as yourself. You yeah. either push yourself or you don't. Right, well, I think all Asian guys are really smart, right? I mean, they all get, yeah, I think it's kind of like a, I think it, that is kind of a racist thing in, in the way where we think naturally is that, well, he's Asian. He must be really smart. Or he's yeah, black. but you know, he I like know, to have that one. Really That's okay. Talented. You know what I mean? He, you know what I'm saying? Not like he's going to steal my purse. I think I mean. we associate with, <laughs> yeah. or we think of uh, Native Americans, oh, they must be lazy. Uh, you know, all these things I think are Alcoholics, I think, is what you meant. Yeah, and I think we're raised that way. We you look at a little kid, he doesn't ever think like that. We, Unfortunately, I think we raise our kids that way. And that's unfortunate because, I mean, when you grow up in a... I grew up in a very uh, socially, economically challenged part of the area I grew up in. and it You was, broke ass. We were broke. Okay. But what was good about it is I saw every culture and every type of race. And we all got along. We were all friends. We all played. We all worked together. But now it's so segregated because I think, yes, of, of social norms so or abnorms, actually. So, right, so um, last week, which is code for 15 minutes ago, <laughs> because we're doing two episodes back to back, we talked about the whole the, the whole transgender thing where, yeah. where, uh, where a guy wants to be a girl and now he's wrestling girls and he's kicking that ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how do you feel about that? I think if you're born with that genetic code, you are that genetic code. You can, yeah. It's like, it, it's like, how do you want to say it? Like, you can... So you take a bull and you cut off his testicles, you make him a steer, right? He's still a bull, but mm-hmm. he just has his testicles. You know, you take a male and cut off his penis and his testicles, 
technically he's still a male genetically, right? Even, I don't care what right. you do with him. You can put boobs on him and everything else you want to do, but they're still a male. C Just cup? Like a female. C cup? C cup <laughs> yeah, C cup's about average, right? Yeah. So, but anything you do to something, like oh, it's like taking a car, right? You take a Mustang, um, a 68 Mustang, and then you beef it all up and you actually make it into a Shelby. It's still a, a, actually a Mustang. It's not a Shelby. You just dressed it up like a Shelby. All right, let me ask you something out of your field then. Why do you think that's... Oh, how, how come everybody now is has such a hard time saying, that's not right, that's fucked up, don't do that, you're wrong? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if right now, if you say, hey, I identify as a fucking antelope, I'm supposed to accept <laughs> that shit. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't understand because, because still, like you said, you still have the makeup of this, that, and the third. You You... If if you're a girl and you say I'm gonna be a guy, that's fine and dandy. But don't step to me and try and fight me like like I'm some bitch ass because mm-hmm. I'm still a dude. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. You don't have what it takes to do what I can do. Because I think we're afraid to. I think I think people are afraid to say. For instance, if somebody called you a black man and they're like, oh, I'm an African American. I think we're so afraid of the the social norms that we're afraid that if we say something to hurt somebody's feelings or to disagree with them. We are the minority. We get screamed at, yelled at, whatever, or we're, we're slammed as a racist or whatever. And, and I think that's the biggest problem. People are so sensitive today about everything that I think if they would just step back and say, you know what, forget it, man. We'll just get on with life. I think things would be so much smoother. They got this push now. I saw on the Internet, and I try and stay off social media, but this is where I get some of my juice from. Uh-huh. It's called she canics. They're a bunch of women <laughs> who are mechanics, and they're supposed to be as good or better than men, and they want you to come to them because they're she canics. Are they and just so, mechanics? But, but you're right. That's what you would think with the whole equal shit, right? right? Oh, but, yeah. but they're trying to make it now. What they're trying to do is get paid is what mm-hmm. they're trying to do. But they're trying to make right. it now. Like, you know, women are just as good as mechanics. And, okay, great. You are. Um, change my fucking oil and shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But these ones, they got they got they got the shirt halfway down. They got the titties out. They got the uh. tight pants thing. One girl had on red pumps and shit. I thought I was watching <laughs> a, a BBD video. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know. So don't you, both things can't be happening here. You can't but, play the sex and then also say you know respect me as this as a mechanic. Right, right. Either be a mechanic and walk in with your fucking old ass uh, I don't know Doc Martin boots and your greasy right. coveralls and your dirty nails, or go over there with your long nails and you know and. And your pumps yeah. on and, right. and sell sex. We we uh, when Bolo was on a couple of weeks ago, uh-huh. we, it was the same thing. He said uh, I, I can't, he was making the same comparison. You you either you either accept it what you are and, and go with what you are, but you can't play both. Just you know, I, I suppose you can sex sales. So obviously it's working for them. Yeah, because I'm gonna both, go to the bikini car wash. I'm just saying. Right, yeah. and, and, I'll be right behind you. And the what's Hong the Kong, get out the way? There's a haircut in place that the the gals. There's bikini yeah. cuts. We talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's you know, so you play it to your advantage, I suppose. But don't get pissed off at me when I when if you're showing me all that and I'm looking. Don't be upset that you did Zach, that. I just don't. I think the problem is, is everybody's so sensitive. I don't care. Yes. Yes. I don't. Yeah. I've got too much yeah. to worry about that. I don't care. And about that would that. be why you sit here. And <laughs> since since you don't care, and we're talking about being sensitive and, and stigmas and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready for my close up. All right. Mm-hmm. So we talked about that, <laughs> and I, I'd like to talk about um prostate and and, yes. and uh, what is that? What is it? And t- what what goes up? Camera colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. <laughs> I, I couldn't even say it. But the shit's coming. It hurts yes. for you. Right, well, the, the shit's coming, the shit's going. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but they're about to shove a 35 millimeter up my ass, right? And I'm probably like, digital, is it that actually, size? Is it 35 millimeter? Probably digital. So is it a 1970s uh, camcorder nice, going on my ass? Nice, flexible camera with the, you know. The, the, the importance of that, though. Let's talk yeah. about that. Because guys still are guys. Now, oh, don't touch my ass. You know what I mean? 
I, mean, yeah, I remember back in the day talking to people, and, and he'd be like, oh, and she tried to put a finger in my ass, and guys got mad and shit. And then, <laughs> there's a lot of nerve endings there, man. You should check that out. You know? yeah, when, yeah, and then uh, they go home and tell the girl, hey, so uh, you want to give it a go? Let's see what happens. But, so let's, let's get rid of that stigma right now yeah. for our five listeners that listen to this shit. <laughs> let's, let's talk about colonoscopies, man. Right, there's uh, two what, ways to die in this world. One, die of embarrassment and don't have a colonoscopy. Or die of colon cancer. So oh, you know wow. you need to either suck Damn. it up. You can be embarrassed about going to get a colon colonoscopy. Okay, or let's just change your it. jargon because suck it up. Those a whole new fucking ball of wax to this shit. You, you got people now saying we're never doing it. All right, uh, but, no, all right, all jokes but aside. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you if you're so embarrassed to have a, a colonoscopy, you're gonna if you know. Granted, there are people who don't ever get colon cancer. Good for them. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what that risk is. And if you run out there and you assume your life's going to be good, I've seen people die from colon cancer. It's miserable. It's awful. You know, so what is it so difficult about getting a colonoscopy? It's not. I mean, it, yes, it's in, uncomfortable, probably, in, I guess you would think embarrassing. I don't think from that but aspect. But from a doctor's point of view, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's work every day. It's part of what it's, we got to uh, do yeah, as so far as preventing health. I mean, we check, we do, you know, Passmers and pelvics on women, I would think right. that's I was just going to say that. Well, right? Yeah, I mean, right. That's got to be But women something. do that, and, and to be honest with you, women are actually more dedicated and devoted to getting health screenings than men are. Oh, yeah. Oh, by far. I mean, oh, they're yeah, so yeah. good at it. Women are very good at knowing their body. They know that, hey, this isn't right. I'm going to go see the doctor. And so I think that men, that's the biggest thing we need to encourage men to do colonoscopies because they don't. So what 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 what, what, what what are the factors? Get it, get there. What are the factors? What are the factors to get a colonoscopy? Should you get one at 20, 30, 40, 50, well, 60? They do recommend it at the starting age of 50 unless there's a family history of colon cancer, say a first uh, first direct relative, so father, brother. Here's me. Then they do rec- recommend them at starting at 30 mm-hmm. for oh, wow. some. So, And then there's these weird genetic disorders out there that can cause colon cancer, and, and, and those are like things that you would find out uh, unfortunately, from a cousin that's okay. dotted or something. And, but the thing is, is yeah, you start at 50 with the colon, colonoscopies, but like say prior to that can be related to a first relative with cancer. So, so do we know, uh, sorry, no. do we know, um, is it more prevalent now in society than it was, say, like the late uh, 1800s, early 1900s, or do we just know more that we know what was actually maybe killing people then? Well, I think that's the thing is we're better at finding these diseases and we're better at screening because think about in the 1800s, most people didn't live past the age of 45. <laughs> that, that's true. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like is that you know, now People died of pyorrhea. Their teeth were <laughs> falling out and they had, you know, that's sure. why went to the local barber to get bloodletting done, you know? Right. So, I mean, now I think we're just better at screening. That's why people do live to be 100. Now, there were those probably at the time lived to be 100, but most people are living to be older now. Right. I mean, and that's because of the screening process, the blood testing, the, the all those testings that we do in the the treatments of this and that and the other. I think that we're better right. at it now. Yes, I think in 20 years, maybe people will be like, what were they thinking? But mm-hmm. I think right now we are good at what we do, and I think there's always room for for improvement, but I still think that, yes, that's why we live longer than we did back in the 1800s or things like that. Mm-hmm. Are there things you can do dietary to prevent <clears throat> or to mitigate colon cancer? To a point, yes. I think, you know, your higher fiber diets. I mean, a lot of people eat... Um, heavier fat diets and and i don't want to dispel like the keto or the the primal and those kinds of things i don't want to dispel those by no means do i but they found that you know you eat a higher fiber diet you do run the less run a lower risk of of colon cancer but 
And then, you know, anybody will dispute it. I'm sure they can find something on Google to say Is this. Is that just because you're passing more? Cause you're able to bulk so your fiber better or bulk your stools better and pass them better. Yes, yeah. and, and, you know, there's a disease called diverticulosis, which is like an outpatching of the colon, which can come on from lower, not eating enough fiber. You have to strain down the stool, so you pouch out that colon. That can cause diverticulitis. <laughs> so there's a lot of diseases you can prevent from extra fiber in your diet. Yes. So with that person, with that disease you just mm-hmm. talked about, would they have a history of, like, hemorrhoids and stuff like that? Sometimes, yes. And But huh. you'll see hemorrhoids. I mean, you'll see hemorrhoids for a lot of things, but most of the time we see men from Okay, I won't see hemorrhoids for anything, but you, you keep talking. <laughs> I do. Okay, all right. We see hemorrhoids for men with con- chronic constipation. We'll see hemorrhoids from women who have delivered babies, obviously, from bearing down. But a male who comes in that has hemorrhoids, then we got to figure out what the cause is. Are they having regular bowel movements every day, which you should. You know, animals are prone to have bowel movements at each meal, right? That's what mammals do. You see a deer eat, they poop every time they go, right? Dogs as well, right? We have to take our dogs out multiple times a day. After they eat, they go out. But men and women, humans, for some reason, think, oh, if I go a week without having a stool, I'm fine. No, it's really not. Who, who said that? I've seen who that before. That? Mm-hmm. A week? Yeah, yeah, oh, I've seen people go longer than that. But it's not a contest, I tell people, to go between <laughs> stools. <laughs> this is not a contest. You don't win how long you can go without having a stool. You should have one once, at least once a day. I mean, I'm sure the recommendations wow. are even more. But, I mean, at least once a day is normal. I would think if you're going two three four five days without a stool there's a problem and those are people have hemorrhoids and then you have to look at the fiber you have to look at their diet you have to look at how much water they're drinking how much you know there's a lot of things what what's water like fluid well you know i mean there is a little bit does that count there's distilled water in some of this stuff around (laughs) here and, and and carbonated water but um but you know i mean just your regular h2o is a good factor because that's where your colon your colon sucks the water out of our bodies to make us stool I mean, okay. and that's why when people get diarrhea and they feel like their guts are turning really fast their colon is actually active trying to get making getting extra fluid in there to get rid of that stool so. aren't you supposed to hmm. shit with your knees like up don't well, they have I, these like I've stu- seen the squatty yeah, potty yeah the yeah. squatty potty commercial yeah. it, what do you think about that I don't the know. Unicorn I've, I've never thing. tried that before I guess but if you think about it before you know toilets came around we, we were, were sleeping in, in yeah right we were squatting right. down outside right. in the field so that There's would make some sense theory behind it I mean you know that's how they have ba- they used to have babies that way in the old days too so huh. you know they squat and drop them you why don't you try it out Keith let us know how that goes I was dig a hole in it I remember when my kids were born when you talk about you know shitting and all that, I remember when my kids were born, they brought out that that fucking bag, and I'm like, "What's the bag for?" And it's like, "Oh, in case she defecates." Yeah. I'm like, "If this motherfucker shits on my kids, yeah. it's gonna be a problem." You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I stayed up towards the head. Yeah, I I the like, uh-uh. you want to cut them? Nope. Car- I'm nope. like, "Look, doc, I paid you. Finish the job." Yeah, I just I said the same thing. I ain't gonna have no fucked up belly that. button because I got cute. You know what I mean? <laughs> Finish the job, bro. It cost me a lot of money. Yeah, I, uh, uh, you, that's uh, for anyone out there. If you're hanging out at the wrong end of that, yeah. Because yeah. once you see that, you ain't gonna ever have another kid. You'll be done with that one. <laughs> so, so back to pandemics. Yes. You're, you're not concerned about anything taking over the world as we are now, because no. you say medicine's too good, or we can sequester. I, and do you think there's a follow-up? Do you think they were killing people in China to get that fucking disease under control? Well, I, I did see some yeah. some news footage the other day uh-huh. that they were like locking, like putting wood uh. across the doors and yeah. stuff. No, I think that China is so heavily and densely populated, like they live. I mean, there's like two or three families that live within a room or two rooms of each. I mean, they live heavily dense, and so that's why you see tuberculosis elevated over there, um, like the corona. So I so I just think that we live over here. We're a little less dense populated, specifically where we're at in our in the 
the suburban area where if you go to like an urban area and then you go to the metropolitan, you'll see a lot right, of different, right. you know, like back east of New York, Chicago, Detroit, they still have TB there and that's, but out here in the West now we don't see it very often because of the, we don't live in such a dense population. Is there a cure for tuberculosis? Yeah, we do have treatments for that. Mm-hmm. There treatments is, or cures? Um, antibiotics for it. Yeah, so it is a cure. I mean, we give them, we give people INH, and now there's a new one, and I can't remember. It's just brief, recently come out that treats TB, um, but we usually INH for six months, six to nine months, and it takes care of it. So, oh. or Rifamp, and that's another one as well. So. And you talked earlier about diabetes. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. It is a very yeah. big deal. That's a bad one to catch. It's a bad one to, <laughs> to catch. acquire. Yeah. <laughs> what, did I say that wrong? I don't know. I'm not going to sneeze it. on you and you're not going to catch the diabetes. Type, one, type one's the one you're born with. T- pipe tunnel. No, no, not necessarily. Type one is a failure of your. So it's an autoimmune disease. So yeah. I have a cousin are, that got it at the, uh, the, the genetic 27. One of my good friends got one in, one in his 40s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's a type one. Um, so it happens later on in life, so type one and a half or something like that. But those types of disease are autoimmune. So yeah, I guess you are born with the dysfunction of the the genetic component in you. Okay. Type two are people based on a lot of people always think it's obesity, but mm. type two does come on from obesity, but it does come on a failure to well your pancreas as well. So I mean, we do see people that are heavier do develop type two diabetes. Yes, and we have to treat that differently. But and type one obviously requires insulin because there's no pancreatic function as well. So. So I haven't oh. I haven't talked to you about this. What do you think about our and when I say our I mean American diet and the way we we treat ourselves with food? That that's got to have something to play because I'm a firm I think believer. We over treat ourselves. I've probably said this thirty mm. times on this fucking podcast. I believe fast food companies are in bed with the pharmaceutical companies. Well, yeah, I mean, you look at uh, the food pyramid; it's changed over years, right? I mean, yeah, it changes, it changes every couple years. Suit yeah. everybody's. And whatever the new diet yeah, fad is, changes to suit somebody's fancy. I mm-hmm. guess, but I do believe. I mean, fat, fast money. food doesn't. Yeah. doesn't. You know, I, you know, our food. Okay, look back in the fifties, right? Or you know, those those that time, decade or time, the freezer was smaller than the fridge, right? The fridge, everything was fresh, right? But right. now the fridge is about the same size, or sometimes even bigger than the fridge, right? Because everybody and the plate's gotten bigger too. Yeah, it has. I mean, you know the. The kids' meal used to be the regular sandwich or ham people, you right. know. And so, so, and you can't, the biggest turnaround is like if you're there like 45 seconds for hamburgers and fries, I don't want to say no, that's really that good. So, right. you know, I mean, health wise, I mean, it probably tastes fine, I'm sure, but the health wise, I mean, you know, it takes me a lot longer to cook a hamburger on my grill, I'll tell you. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I, it takes a lot. I think it's all that high fructose corn syrup, and I've said that before. You've been saying that, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, the high fructose corn syrup, MSG, I mean, everybody yeah. has that. Is our food killing us? I mean, unless you got something from point. cradle to the grave in terms of food, you're eating bullshit because they yeah. put chemicals on all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And the antibiotics, I mean, yes. you know, you compare some milks to other milks. Some milks people do well with, some people don't do well with, and that's because I think homogenization, pasteurization, antibiotics, those kinds of things as well. So I think you can go into the conspiracy of everything, right, and... I'm sure there's somebody writing an email right now about some conspiracy theory. But, <laughs> but it's probably think, just Keith. You're looking at a conspiracy <laughs> theorist right here. <laughs> but, but again, like I say, we go back to the USDA, the FDA, and without Louis Pasteur, we wouldn't have milk and we wouldn't have smallpox vaccination, those kind of things. So there is a reason. But again, like I say, yeah, some of our foods are killing us. I mean, go to get a Twinkie. If you're in a Twinkie every day, 
Like in Zombieland, you ain't gonna live yeah. forever. You know what I'm saying? So. But you, you, you talk about Louis Pasteur. We're the only ones that drink milk past yes, infancy. Yes, we are. That so is, is, that, is that good? And milk is full of pus no, and fucking bullshit and whatever. Yeah. And it's a fucking cow's milk. How yeah. fucking nasty is that? I you think encourage. if we're gonna keep drinking milk, we drink our mama's milk? Yeah, like your mama be like, 62, still pumping her fucking titty, <laughs> going, "Here you go, put that on your cornflakes." You know I what I mean? We are the only animal. And it sounds that gross, drinks. but you do it with a cow. Yeah, yeah we're the yeah. only animal that drinks milk after a certain age. That's weird. Which is weird. So. I mean, I don't drink milk. So I drink I drink almond milk. I'm on yeah, that shit. How can an almond? Do you go milk the almond? Yeah, I was just gonna. Yeah, ask, I, I was gonna this. ask you that. How I the fuck do you get almond out of milk? I do the coconut milk. Yeah, you yeah. gotta milk the coconut. Well, that yeah. makes more you ever sense. You've seen the fuckers meet the cat and milk the yeah. cat. Yeah, yeah, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got nipples. there is a two. A two is kind of a really interesting milk. It's like they've taken out the antibiotics out of the milk. Back up. What the hell is a two? Is that almond two? A two milk. Almond squared. No, it's a help me. It's like a, a healthier aspect of milk. Like these are animals that are farm raised, open range. They have no antibiotics ever, you know, so they're, it's a They do stuff. yoga? But yeah, they do Pilates. <laughs> 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 but it's an expensive milk too. I mean, that's the thing with um, organics and things. You find that they're more or expensive than some of this quick turn. Yeah. That's part of the hustle though, because everything's always money. Yeah, I don't yeah. buy that shit. I don't buy the fact that food is good for you costs that much more. Free no. range chicken and all that shit. That's just what they do. They say, hey, here's a sexy chicken over here. Um, hasn't been on a stripper pole ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's not the slutty, this. nasty one. It's the clean one. It's been a library. It's been reading. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a thesaurus. Th- 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 it's, it's a smart chicken, <laughs> and here it is. Pay the extra price for it. I yeah. suppose you got this other slutty chicken over here. Hey, this bitch has been run through. She's had four uh, eggs in one day. You know what I mean? That's the whore chicken, they, right? They, right? Got, they do that with it. your bananas, how too, do we, man. How do we fatten cows and chickens and pigs? We feed them grain, right? We grain animals uh-huh. to... You know, think about gluten. I mean, is gluten really natural? No, gluten means glue. So, I mean, to me, I avoid a lot of stuff that contains gluten products, and I avoid a lot of wheat. I really think that if glu- I think wheat has a lot of inflammatory markers with it, too. I'm glad you brought up gluten because I want to know, like, where that came from. All of a sudden, people were allergic to gluten. They're allergic to, uh, I don't know, fucking <laughs> peanuts and shit. Mm-hmm. Americans, and this has been said before, are the only ones that are allergic to fucking food. Yeah, I, I, w- yeah. Where does that come from? How do you all of a sudden get an allergy? Because when we were growing up, you're my mm-hmm. age, when we were growing up, did you ever hear anybody allergic to gluten? No. Hell no. But we Fuck didn't no. hear of gluten either back then, remember? There probably That's was, true. but I think gluten has been so... So what like is we're gluten? Talking about, gluten is like a modified, what do you want to call it, like a glue almost. I mean, it's just, it's, it's to support... Um, fibers and uh, things. So, I mean, I could I couldn't even give you the scientific fact of gluten, but don't get scientific because we're not that smart. <laughs> so, gluten supports fibers. It helps it you does. take a it, shit. So, it's, it's a, metamucil. It's a binder. It's a substance that's present in the like cereals, wheats, and things like that. But it's man-made. I tell you, it's not. It's an elastic texture. See, that's the thing. It's the doughy mixture of bread. Okay. So, I mean, it can't be natural. I'm sorry. I just I don't eat, we don't I don't eat bread I don't like bread I'm any not. kind of bread no what if you're going to eat bread what kind of bread is decent for you probably eat cornbread is that it <laughs> <laughs> you pander into the black audience is that what you do cornbread watermelon <laughs> <laughs> chicken and, and you'll be fine huh yeah. oh you don't forget grape soda grape soda all right there you <laughs> get it all out so I mean that's the thing is anything contains gluten I don't. It causes, like, like I have people that I'll put on, I'll tell them to restrict their gluten intake, or I'll tell them to restrict their wheat intake, and all of a sudden their inflammatory markers go down, and their aches and pains go away, and they're like, 
I think I'm all better. And then they go by eating gluten, it comes right back. So, you know, that's the thing I think. And, you know, that's personal experience, obviously. I mm-hmm. think someone could be like, oh, he's just blowing smoke. But Which is probably true. Maybe they think that way. But for me, I uh, personal experience is that I've seen people do very well from avoiding wheat and gluten-containing products. I went to the mall the other day. I haven't been to the mall in a very long time. And what I saw in there was dated tattoos. I saw, oh, you know, okay. the, the fucking barbed wire on the guy and girl. <laughs> Uh, I saw one. This dude, this dude had it down his arm and said, "We must protect this house." And that's that, that, the old Under Armour shit, you know. Right, yeah. that, it might not well have said, you know, please don't squeeze the Charmin. You know what I mean? As dated as it was. <laughs> When's the last time you've been to a mall, man? It's like a fucking swap meet now. Nobody goes to a fucking mall. No, I mean, no. Wood ordered that clock yesterday. Yeah. The bitch showed up today. Yeah. You don't even have I'm to like, leave your fucking nope. house. Uh-uh. You don't. Woods, Woods become one of those. You know? Yeah, I had to. I was in a. I was in a panic. I, I in a panic, keep... he didn't leave the house because he wanted anybody to end up fucking fucked and pregnant. Is what it was, and, man. And I didn't want to break myself anymore. Yeah. There's obstacles like stairs, <laughs> yeah. And and sometimes, you know, I got to keep Keith in line, so I well, ordered a clock. Well, you know, that's the thing with like your Achilles tendon. I mean, you have to look at your testosterone count. That's the th- testosterone affects our tendons and ligaments so much that uh, men who come in with injuries, I'll, I'll check a testosterone on them because of the testosterone load, they'll actually suffer tendon ligament injuries. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say about but that. But you can still have a high sexual prowess even though your testosterone mm. is low. So that's one of the things with men is they think, oh, if my testosterone is low, I'm less of a man, whatever. That's not true. The thing is, testo- we don't even know what causes low T. You can look it up. Andrew Gell coined that phrase, low T. But who did? Andrew Gell was that rub on gel crap that had testosterone. But... We do know how to treat it. We just don't know what causes it. That's the thing. The hardest part is, we like diets. We don't know if it's the environment. We don't know if it's the crap they spray on our clothes to keep it from flaming up on us with fire retardant or whatever. Okay. As long as I get a heart on it, I'm good with my testosterone. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? I mean yeah, that, yeah, don't take I, that away. You tea with the, uh, it, an If I learn how all of a sudden I wake up and I can't cook a fucking steak or, 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 or turn a fucking pickle jar, but I still get a heart on it, I'm good. I'm not that asking no fucking questions. Men. All right. Here's a fun fact. My sister sent this to me. Here's a fun fact. If you earn $7,000 every hour of every day since the birth of Christ, you still wouldn't have as much money as Jeff Bezos. Okay, Set, l- l- wow. let me do the math for you fucks that are out there because we got a lot of eggheads yeah, listening now. Yeah, All right, wait. $7,000 times 24 equals $168,000. That's how much you would make a day. $168,000 times 365 equals six, $61 million, okay? Yeah, $61 million yeah. times 20, 20 years equals $123 million. Jeff Bezos, $129 million. That motherfucker. And that girl divorced him with the golden pussy. Where is she? I need to get a hook. And She's it was all, large. And she those were billions, half. he meant. I, I, yeah, those were billions. And I wonder if my girl would, like, like give me a pass. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, I'm going for Jeff like Bezos' ex-wife. Re- remember, was it? Indecent, indecent proposal. proposal. <laughs> Demi Moore and, and, and Woody. Yeah. And Woody. Yeah. And Robert Redford. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wonder if she give me a pass. If, like, you could go find Jeff Bezos' woman, you know, and just get in there just a little bit, yeah. you know, because all of a sudden now I'm suave and debonair. I'm sitting in Portia circus 67, right? <laughs> I go in and talk to her. Hey, Broad, I do so what you're saying. Oh my God, I've been waiting for you to show up. You know, you're black, you're a big guy. (laughs) And you can fry chicken like a motherfucker, right? And you watermelon at the same time, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it takes, right? But no, I'm sorry. So that's amazing. My point bringing that up is it's just amazing how much is out there. And is that even, if he wanted to turn that into tangible money, like liquid money, 
could he? He could probably destroy an economy, I'm sure, if he did that. He'd fuck our economy up. If he wanted to turn that in liquid assets, because I don't think there's that much money running around, and still for us to be able to pay for our, I don't know, almond milk or whatever the fuck else you were talking about. I have no idea. N2 milk, M2. But I think, yeah, I mean, he is. But, But the thing is... He was very smart. The way, you know, I mean, people, I remember uh, Bill Gates, somebody said, like, he was so rich that he leaned over to pick up a dollar off the, the ground, he lost money or something like right. that. You know, whatever. That's the nice thing about being in this economy and being in the United States, right? We can all make what we, what we really work hard for. I don't know if, if I 100%, I hear what you're saying, but there's such a separation between the top and the bottom. But is that his and, fault? And you get, no, I'm not, I'm not saying it's anybody, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it's any rich person's mm-hmm. fault. I'm just saying the game's set up for people like that. I don't think Jeff Bezos was set up that way. I think he earned it. I mean, it's just like, it's just like I have, I have brothers and, and, and we do different jobs. I probably make quite a bit more than they do. You tell them at Thanksgiving, no. hey, you cocksucker, <laughs> pass me the gravy. No. I'll give you a $5 tip. But you we, tell them that? We both I would came fuck from whatever. the same environment, right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's the mm. thing. We came from the same environment. Did mom like you better? No. Dad? No. Who likes you? We all got oh, our asses oh. beat when we were kids. So, <laughs> so they didn't like you better. That's what made you drive. One, got day, our one day I'm going to make more money than no. everybody, and I'm going to be no. able to fucking stay. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, so I think we're all set up the same way. It's just what you do with it. I mean, you know, I mean, his brother probably isn't rich like he is. Jeff Bezos, does he have a sister, brother? Let me tell you something. If you have $129 billion... I'm going to fly a rocket to the moon just for kicks and and giggles. And your family and your brothers and sisters aren't rich, you're an asshole. Yeah, that's true. I got $129 billion, my sister's got at least a billion dollars. But when you start making that kind of money, you could have family disputes, and then all of a sudden they become your friends. Ain't no dispute. Right. (laughs) Ain't no dispute. All of a sudden you're you're poor, and you're bumming 10 grand off them, and then you're like, oh, I make $150 million this year, and I want some of that. Here's what I always think, though. (laughs) So I would, my lottery place, the lottery place I go to, I've been going to for 20 years. I'm not going to tell you fuckers. Yeah, we can say I'll go win and then win. Winning, come on now. Because no, I walked in there uh, last month, and mm-hmm. she said, "Oh, this fucking lady tells me this. Oh, somebody just won a three hundred thousand dollars scratch ticket mm-hmm. two hours ago." <laughs> yep. I almost took a bat and busted that fucking place up, man. <laughs> I was so fucking hot. Not that I even buy scratch cards, just but the fact you, that they put it on the map. Did you do that though? After. Bust the place up? No, but no. Did you buy a scratch card after that? No, I still bought the fucking numbers, whatever the random shit, man. Uh, you know, so my, my point is this. If I'm coming up on some money, so say I hit, I don't know, I, I win a billion dollars. Remember when the lottery got up to almost a billion dollars? Yeah, yeah. right. I, I still want the same people around me. I don't want new friends. I don't want new bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah you're going to level up, but I want the same people that told me I was an asshole when I was broke to tell right. me I'm an asshole when I'm rich. I want those people around me. But your asshole right. friend you ain't talked to for years, and now all of a sudden come back and want to be your buddy. Oh, he can eat a dick. I got exactly. no problem with that. <laughs> That's yeah. the same with like a cousin. Say you didn't have a cousin that was just a total douche. Got him. And now all of a sudden you got money, and he's like, oh, brother, hey, give me, spot me a million dollars. Yeah, and the problem I would have with that is who the fuck gave this asshole my number? That's exactly. true. That, yeah. That's where I'm at. That's where I think Jeff Bezos is, too. He's like, hey, up yours, man. You know? Yeah, he's got to be getting top true. shelf situations, though, man. Yeah. You know? So, all right. Talk to me about my diet. We, we, we talked about the Mediterranean <laughs> diet. What should yeah. I be doing? How bad is alcohol for you? Because it can't be good. Oh, well, boy. <laughs> that was a heavy sigh. Uh, come on, alcohol man. Don't take away all the goddamn fun. So, so this is what I tell all my patients that drink, right? Alcohol moderation is fine, 
but it's when you go out and try and be a, a college kid and you're 50 and try and drink on the weekends and drink through the weekend. Okay, why are you staring at me? Number one. <laughs> All right, number one. That's number one. You know, number two, of, what is moderation? Like a couple of drinks, maybe are fine. Maybe a couple times a week. Right, wait, uh, you're you saying a couple. Do I fill that Mountain Dew two liter bottle up with alcohol? You try or, it down or, a, a fifth every night, there's a problem, right? <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't know if I can do a full fifth. That we, would be a lot. Bolo was on here. That yeah. motherfucker almost did a fifth. But, I mean, yeah, he did. And, and he, that, he that, that, you know, that. You know, is neither. I mean, like, <clears throat> like binge drinking on the weekend is obviously worse than just say drinking a little bit here and there through the week. I have patient patients that drink one glass or two glasses of wine a week, a day, every night, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you were to drink that, and the, or and that's fine. But if you were to not drink all week, and then also go out and pound a pint or a fifth or a gallon <clears throat> or a twenty-four pack of beer, it might be detrimental. I to know, your but health. what if it's yeah. free? Well, free and mics are better, but it doesn't make it healthier. <laughs> I was watching a show on TV. It's called uh, McMillions mm-hmm. on HBO. So these cocksuckers, what they were doing is they were fucking... Remember the Monopoly game with McDonald's? Yeah. Yes. That piece of shit place? Yes. McDon- yeah. McDonald's isn't good food. That's not good, right? So I can call them a piece of shit. You yeah. okay with that? Yeah, well, there was just a commercial. Wasn't it Burger King that released the Whopper that grew mold or something? Did you see this? I guess it killed their, their advertising. No. It was, just, it was just the other day on the TV there. Oh, I guess wow. they're all talking about this. Burger King released this commercial that their Whopper actually grows mold. <laughs> See, I'm not that's sure because what, that's I'm because sure the marketing ploy was behind that. That's because there's fired, there's ads that show or not ads rather. Uh, there's videos out there that show people that uh, have a McDonald's hamburger in their coat pocket uh, or in their car for, for a year, and it never molds. It just sits the same. I saw that picture one time, and what you what you have here, Woody? I don't know if you caught this. I don't know Wait, if it's even real. Here, but. here is the. Indication of a smart person. This motherfucker said, did you see it on the TV? Like, you know, he turns it on for fun and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, kids, you get to watch TV from 6.30 to 6.45, and that's it. <laughs> so anyhow, it's called McMillions. And these motherfuckers were taking a Monopoly game that McDonald's used to play, and they were rigging it. And so they would win, and then, like, uh, what, you would win, would, right? Because yeah. we don't have the same last right, name. Right, right. And all of a sudden, like, a mask-off guest would win, and then they'd pay us a little bit, and then another mask-off guest wife would win, and they put that shit together. The FBI does not fucking play. They will figure all that wow. shit out because they got time, and that's what they get paid to do. Yeah. So this is back in the early 90s. It's, it's called McMillions. Be. It's on HBO. Check that shit out. Yeah, I used to I used to play that game, and the only thing I ever got Never out of won. that was French Free fries. fries. Isn't that like that show Malice that Nicole Kidman and um, Alec Baldwin were in where you, they would go to different places and he would pretend like he did a hysterectomy on her and they, she would sue him for his malpractice insurance? No, I never heard remember of that show. Yeah, uh-huh. called uh-huh. Malice, if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. But yeah, huh. same thing. Like, and then he and her would run off and live in the beach or whatever. So, yeah, yeah there's a lot of hustles out there, man. Yeah, so, was... what I need to do now is, is stop drinking as much, Doc. I need yeah. to eat more vegetables. Uh, I need you. Oh, so we had a guest last week, 15 minutes ago, that said, um, <laughs> we, we need to talk to our water. He said something about energy. Yeah. He was on some holistic bullshit. Yeah, yeah, he said, he's uh, like, tell your water you're sexy. T- tell your water, you- nah, tell your water, you, 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 I love you and all this shit, yeah, and it's uh, good for your body. Yeah, so if you put good energy, good energy in, in the water. Yeah. So I then, tell my girl that, I'm going to tell my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> You tell him a lot of she's gonna sleep with me. The water, if he's that water sleeping with me, I got another problem. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we talked about that rectal thing earlier. <laughs> Speaking of rectal things, how uh, enemas no good more. for you? No, they're not good. 
Well, I guess if you're constipated, yes, but I'm not doing it on a daily basis. So uh-huh. say you're dehydrated and you shove water up your ass. Because I saw I saw this firsthand. Somebody take a you vodka too? enema. I saw uh, that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I could see that. And it no, was suck it up. Yeah. I was there. I know it's on oh, YouTube you and all that shit. I was there. And I had never seen no shit like this. And I hadn't really been hanging out with a lot of white people okay. at this time. Okay. Well, kind of goofy. And when you, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> give you that brothers one, don't do shit like that, right? <clears throat> no, right? brothers stay away from their butthole. Yeah, they right. Thank you. Thank you. And so it's like off limits. The white dude dropped his fucking pants. He leaned over the top of the couch, the back of the couch, and they stuck a tube up his ass and right there I was like hey I need to get the fuck out of here I'm open the party. parties and my, boy, to, right. and my boy's like no 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 you need to see this and I was like okay now I'm curious right and they put the fucking funnel on his ass and they filled it full of vodka uh, and he was he was he was drunk inside of yeah, three yeah. minutes I could see that so yeah. enema with all the what is it the, the, the succulents in your what is, what is he called the orifice <laughs> not, what, what's in your ass what it, it absorbs shit what is yeah. it called <laughs> the mucus membrane mucus membrane yeah. Yeah, that's, that's close to succulent, right? Flower, right? So, enemas. So, like, if you're dehydrated, you give yourself a water enema, or if you're, you're low on vitamin B12 and you put it up your ass, is that good? I would probably stay. You away. wouldn't do that, <laughs> no, because I mean, there's even coffee enemas. I see people do that with. Yeah, that's one. But what I think hell? that most of your enemas have sodium in them, so it's going to dehydrate. That's why it sucks all the. That's why you can poop after you give a. An enema. That's the succulents of it. <clears throat> the succulent yeah. part of it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, Doc, you're awesome. I appreciate you coming on. So the world's not ending. I don't believe so, no. I think we're good. We don't don't have a pandemic coming. I don't think going to be coming soon. I don't think Walking Dead is going to be next week. But you see these fuckers running the thing over their head for the temperature as they get off the plane. Mm -hmm. And they never show the ones that the temperature is too high. They They never show the one they poke in the eyes and say, get back on the plane. Put them in a bag. They don't show that one. But, I mean, something is going on. So us as a society, what do we need to do? Wash your hands. That's what the microbiologist yeah, said. The biggest thing is wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. People are like touching things all over with that, and they don't wash the damn hands. Come okay, on. Okay, all right, so wash your hands. All right, but, what about unprotected sex? We can, we're good with that? It depends on who you're having it with. All right, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, is that still an issue? Because when Magic did his thing, all of a sudden everybody was on, you know, don't fuck, you know. Um, well, you know, Paula. that's true, yeah. Paula yeah. the. Yeah. Paula the prostitute. Don't you know, fuck what was her. it? AIDS came out, what, in 89, I remember. And no, AIDS, well, magic came I remember AIDS back in 81, 82. Yeah. But it was just it was gay people, allegedly. Else. It was called gay-related disease or yes. GRD or something. Oh, You wow. know, and then AIDS became the full thing after, like, Arthur Ashe got it, remember, from blood transfusion. Blood transfusion mm-hmm. and uh, Ryan White. Ryan White and all that yeah. stuff, so it became AIDS again. But it was gay-related disease or some GRD or something, but... You know, yeah, I mean, if you're going to have sex with anybody you don't know very well, it might be a good thing to practice safe sex. Okay, yeah, I'm a married man. I'm not concerned about <laughs> That's that. That's okay, but, uh, see? Uh, but I'm talking about our listeners. You know? If they're yeah, having they're sex with animals or people that they probably don't know very by the first name only, then they might want to glove what, up. What is that called when somebody's Bestiality? attracted to an animal? No, 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 I understand oh. that. But when you're attracted to an animal, because this is guy. Weird. I, think was, oh, yeah, I, I yeah. like where he has that. I like where he has that. Yeah, Doc, do me a favor. Spell gray. G-R-E-Y. You spell it with an E? Mm-hmm. You're a freak. What, what's that? Is West. that what you're saying? <laughs> that is what I'm saying. Doc, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. And at that, guys, this is and has concluded um, part two of two of the weekend at the Woodshed. Part once again. <laughs> part once. Part two. And, uh... Guys, uh, so what you saying dot com? That's where we're at. If you want to follow us on all the social media stuff, so what you saying at gmail dot com? Kick those emails over to us. Um, we always appreciate those. We love reading them. This episode we didn't though, but uh, listen to the w- episode before and you'll know why. And uh, <laughs> anchor dot fm backslash so what you saying? Um, if you'd like to contribute, for those of you that do, we always uh, we we appreciate that. Um, 
And uh, coming up, I'm not sure what we got coming up other than uh, some more grain. That's because you're going to be pimp walking with your sugar yeah. foot. Wood's going to have a cane the next time you guys see any fucking picture of this motherfucker. <laughs> He's fucked up. His testosterone's low. We got to check that. We yeah, got to check that. Check that's out. no finger wave either. No, I haven't done broke myself. So uh, with with that, uh, Keith, Doc, I got to tell you guys, it was a pleasure. Let's get thank the you. fuck out of here. See no, you guys in a bit. So what